the Berkshire's only rock station. 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. One from New York, one from Massachusetts. There's two guys sitting here talking sports. One guy from Massachusetts over here who can barely have a pulse. But let's go. Let's talk some sports. Cronin the Zuck, here we come at you right now. 10 to 11 on WTVR Sports Talk. Let's go. Give us a call. 413-445-5943. Let's go. I'm a little lethargic this morning, but uh, I hope my uh, co-host is uh, not as lethargic as I am. Let's go! What a sleepy guy. <laughs> sleepy Joe, don't call me that too! <laughs> we got a lot to talk about today. Let's go! I totally botched that intro. That's okay. How you doing this morning, brother? I'm coming. Hang on. <laughs> I think that was the worst intro in the history of intros. I totally screwed that one up. But it's still great to be here with you anyway, brother. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> I said to him, oh, you want an intro? Go ahead. I was like, what's going on He goes, here? go ahead and intro. And I totally I botched mean, that oh, intro. Right. Don't worry about it. You're, 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 you're forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's going on, folks? It's a little bit colder. Man, I, I missed that 60-degree November day now. So right now we're headed into the cold weather. It's supposed to be snowing tonight. Anyway, welcome again to another edition of WTRBR. WTRBR Sports Talk. Speaking of snow, did you see tonight they're, they're calling for one to three inches of snow and ice? Yeah, but it's going to rain tomorrow morning. It'll be all gone by the time you get up and, you know, get your commute to work and et cetera. I mean, everybody's going to be okay, you know, so... You know, global global still, warming exists here, folks. It's still gross to see that. Even on, though my mother doesn't think it exists, but it exists. So <laughs> send, it, send it out a nice uh, hello out to my mom this morning because uh, she hasn't been feeling well. So, Mom, if you're listening, hope you feel better, all right? We love hey, you. hey, Dad, I hope you're listening, too. I hope you're doing okay sitting back there at the house, all right? There you go. All right, let's let's nail this thing, man. So 413-445-5943. I want to tell you, Thursday, by the way, is our fundraiser here at WTBR. So we'll be on the air all day. I'll be here about 1230, hopefully with Sean and uh, uh, Bob Heck and some of the other uh, members of the uh, WTBR leadership squad. And uh, so we'll be uh, on the air and uh, doing the fundraiser. It's going to be a great day. And so hopefully uh, make lots of money to keep the station going. So uh, that'll be fun. So that's Thursday all day this week. Can we can we do one thing? Yeah. When you say the squad, can we just keep it radio and not political? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, can we keep the AOCs out of this when you say the squad? Well, I just, no, I was just saying, you know, just like the no, no, leadership no, team. I got you, but you I'm know, just management, trying, you know. management. We might like a call already. Somebody's calling me. Wait a second. We got to break down some games anyway. So um, the, the National Football League 
Um, big day yesterday. Uh, can we start with the New York Giants if you'd like to, since they're my team? As you texted me, the worst seven and two team in the league. Well, it was a bad game. It was an ugly game, but they won him. Mean, it was a really ugly game. And Daniel Jones was efficient, thirteen of seventeen. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Well, Saquon a big day, one hundred fifty-two yards. He's thirty-six carries. I mean, talk about taking the load for this team. And then, you know. Um, some some really nice plays. I mean, obviously, uh, you know Slayton getting that that big fifty four yard touchdown, and Daniel gets away from two guys, throws it basically to his checkoff, and next thing you know, I tell you, the Giants have more checkoffs than a, than a Russian novel. And, like, and 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 yeah, Kenny Galladay finally getting involved a little bit. Oh, for dropping two passes. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what I meant. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we can we not see the can we see the end of Kenny Galladay? I mean, that's a Gettleman disaster, honestly. That the contract and everything. I can't catch the ball, and he was. And I love Brian Dable. I mean, yesterday, you know, the mistake on the offensive line, basically a fourth down, you know, and, and one play, which basically there was like, I don't know, maybe less than less than a yard to go for first down. The guy moves on the opposite side, so they have to punt, and obviously the punt went into the end zone, so it didn't do too much. And Dable screaming at the guys on the sideline. See, I like that about Dable. He, you know, he's a guy that will coach they like him, but he's also demonstrative and he's affirmative with his with his uh, with his coaching, and I love that about him. And so, uh, yeah, the Giants come out with a team they're supposed to beat, and um, look, they they got two turnovers. But I mean, the second half, I didn't think the defense played well at all. The defense was horrible. They gave up 287 yards in the second half in the air. They made Mills look like the second coming of Roger Staubach. I was like, what's going on with this guy? But uh, but they got a, you know an interception and they got a fumble. You know, so hey. You know, they did what they had to do, and next week they play a Lions team that's playing really well right now. So don't take the Lions lightly. They can score points, and they can put the you know, ball up in the air. Well, Jared Goff is not great. We all know that. But they won the last two games. They came back down two touchdowns against the Bears the week before they beat the Packers. So they're feeling good about themselves right now, the Lions. So that's not going to be an easy game for the Giants for sure. So I do have to say one thing about Daniel Jones. What? Brian Dable has gotten Daniel Jones to play efficient. Right, exactly. And he's, he's done enough to win. The last, you know, not the last, the season. I mean, with their seven and two, right. like you said, right, right, wow. and you know, and and it's it's he's done enough, right. Well, that's what is he's he the to do. answer going forward, though? Well, I think this is what's going to happen. I mean, they just, they offered Barkley a contract. He turned it down. I think it was like fourteen million dollars. So I got a feeling they're going to franchise Barkley, okay, for a year. Obviously, they're going to franchise him. So he's stuck now with a, with a new contract. I'll franchise him. And they can't franchise both players, so what are they going to do? I mean, I would say they would probably sign Daniel Jones to a to some kind of a long term contract. Do I think he can do the job for the Giants? Yes, but let's 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 also understand, okay? As much as the fact that they're kind of handling him right now with kid gloves, as far as like not allowing him to throw long, he doesn't have anybody to really stretch the field. You so know, you, you get him some weapons. I mean, look at Jalen Hurts. I mean, I know last night they turned the ball over and everything like that, but I mean, you know, you put some weapons. Look at Tua. You put some weapons on a guy's team, it's going to look a hell of a lot better. Daniel Jones will look better with the guys that can stretch the field next year, possibly. So you know what's you know what's funny if you look at it though, like so your team and my team both have quarterbacks named Jones, <laughs> right? And if I had sat here and told you once the NFL season is stretched to double digits, right now it's week ten, and you had told me that Daniel Jones was going to be better than Mac Jones, I would have laughed at you. I'm like, yeah. Haha, <laughs> yeah, you're very funny. But, I mean, it does suck that, uh, you know, Mac Jones got hurt. He got the high ankle sprain. But I thought Mac Jones had a very incredible rookie season last year. He did. But he has regressed. And, and you know. He's also and that, been injured, too, though. I mean, let's, let's But that's honest. what I'm saying. He, he's, re, he's regressed, and it's because of the high ankle sprain. 
It also doesn't help that you have defensive coordinator calling offensive plays well, now. But if you had told me at the beginning of the year that Daniel Jones was going to put up better numbers than Mac Jones was going to put up, I would have laughed at you. But Mac Jones looks terrible. He I, looks terrible. I, well, I think and, it's a combination of him being hurt and also coming back. It's been inconsistency, too. That's like a second-year thing. You know, first year, there's no expectations. Now he's playing with expectations. I mean, you know, it's th- different. Thankfully, they had a bye this week, so they didn't lose. Well, that's why I'm going to bring you to the next game. Obviously, we're going to focus a little bit about the Jet game next week. And, you know, to me, it's all about the same thing. You know, it's about going after Zach and you know, Patriots defense and being able to— uh, you know, to uh, get the quarterback. And that's been you know, Belichick's bread and butter when it comes to young quarterbacks. But this Jet defense is for real. They're really good. I mean, they got a lot of guys that are all pros on this defense, whether it's Johnson, whether it's, you know, uh, you know Sauce, whether it's Mosley. You know, they got a really good team. And Quentin Williams is playing now like the player that they drafted from Alabama. I mean, so, yeah, man, they're, uh, they got a, they got a legitimate defense that can play in any game right now. So uh, we'll see what happens. I want, I want to be interesting to see what the spread is going to be in that game. So it's right now. I think it's open to three and a half. Patriots by three and a half. Is that what it is? Patriots by three and a half. Wow. That's okay. Well, that's it. not bad. I mean, it could be worse. <laughs> Years ago, it was a lot worse. Right? The Jets will be like a ten or 11, 15 point underdog going into, into Foxborough. So hey, you know. Uh, Belichick knows how to make young quarterbacks look really bad, and and and, and you know, usually the 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 line is okay. Rookie quarterbacks, they look terrible. But Zach Wilson's year two, and Belichick, you know. He threw, like, three pecks two weeks ago against Patriots. And Belichick seems to know, oh, well, you know, I, uh, I, know, <laughs> I know how to line things up. Officer Marvin joining Bill Belichick this morning so, right here so on we, WTBR. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, we have guys, uh, you know, Matthew Judon. He, he knows how to rush the passer. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's all. That's, a, that's just my I love, I love his con, you know his press conferences and they're so exciting you know but uh, anyway some of the scores yesterday okay so did you watch the Eagles Washington game last night a little bit yeah I watched yeah. I watched I watched the whole game and uh, you know look uh, they pulled it out I mean the Commanders I call them the I keep calling them the Commodores you know, it's a curse of Carson Wentz Carson Wentz is awful Heineke played well last night Heineke played great and they won by 11 points well that was at the end they got that you know they tried to throw the ball back and forth at the end but uh you know, basically, this game came down to turnovers. Philadelphia turns the ball over three times. I mean, Hurts throws a beautiful pass down the field. The guy catches it, and next thing you know, he fumbles it, and Washington gets the ball again. So I, I give Washington credit, you know. So uh, it was great to see the Eagles lose, actually. It was really enjoyable considering the fact that they hadn't lost the game all year. And then uh, you got the Chargers uh, losing the 49ers, 22-16. The Chargers are so beat up. But leave it to Brandon Staley to have absolutely no points in the second half and not come up with any kind of game plan. I, I'm so sick of this coach. I can't stand him. Walking up and down the field with his headphones on. It just drives me nuts. I can't stand the guy. And then uh, yesterday, the Cowboys give away a game to uh, to the Packers. I couldn't believe that game. They're up there at, what, 14 points up. And, uh, hey, give the Packers credit. They finally came back and won a game. So Rodgers, actually, it's five games in a row they had lost. You know, so. you, know, you know what's funny is, like, I listen to Adam Shine pretty much every day. Oh, yeah, day. He's, he's a great broadcaster. I used to talk to Shiny when he was a 19-year-old kid years ago. Yeah, yeah. And he's always wrong. Okay? <laughs> he's always wrong. And, you know, he said the other day, he goes, you know, he goes, everybody's saying this might be the week that the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers find it. Because, well, they did. And he goes, but it's hard to find it when you don't have it. But you know what? They found it. If you wanted to go make money in Vegas, all you got to do is bet against anything 
that Adam Shine has to say because you're going to win money. <laughs> I think you should drop Shiny an email and tell him that, actually. My, my only really, and I yeah. always talk about that all the time. And my dad goes, anytime Adam Shine <laughs> says something, you bet the opposite and you're going to win. Yeah. And, you absolutely. know, and, and, <laughs> and the Packers, I mean, he threw a Christian, Christian uh, what's his name, the wide receiver, he threw, he threw three touchdowns to him. The, the kid that they drafted, I can't oh, yeah, yeah. I can't think of his last name right now, but Rodgers found it. And, you know, he wanted to beat Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Well, that was, a nice that, was that was the biggest thing. Yeah, it was a nice embrace. I love when they exchange jerseys at the end. Yeah. I said to somebody, I can't picture, like, you know, Sam Hoffman, uh, you know, Chuck Bagnarik <laughs> changing jerseys at the end of an Eagles-Washington game, you know, like my, one of the days when my father was growing up. And, and then, of course, yesterday the Rams are horrible. Looks like Cooper Cup is going to be out for a while, if not for the whole season. Cards win 27-17. And it's, the funny thing is they got Kyler Murray coming back, and Colt McCoy played the best game, I think, of quarterback all year that they've actually gotten. And uh, I would keep Colt McCoy in and get Kyler Murray out of there. Colts. You, know, you know, Cliff Kingsbury looked like he really legit enjoyed Ky- uh, 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 Colt McCoy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Efficient, and, you know. And have, do you watch Hard Knocks on HBO? No, I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. Actually. Okay, so so this uh, this year they've done the first half of the year was uh, the Detroit oh, Lions. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, the second half the Cardinals. Yeah, I heard about that. So right. I watched the first episode, right, right. and uh, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury looks like they 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 both look like they just want to stab each other. <laughs> you know, and you're watching, you know, yesterday, and uh, Cliff Kingsbury. And uh, Colt McCoy coming together, they both just look like they want to, like, give each other big bro hugs. You know, it was unbelievable to watch that. Kyler Murray looks like the biggest punk in the NFL. He looks like he, he doesn't care. <laughs> he looks like he, he really does. Like he got they his sh- money. They, they show it on, on Hard Knocks, like, sitting in the film room. He just kind of sits there with his head down. He's kind of, uh, He'd rather watch uh, video games and yeah, play he doesn't video care. games. And, and, and Colt McCoy kind of, kind of, reinvigorated that team so it's interesting yeah, absolutely he played a great game and then we got to talk about your favorite coach josh mcdaniels as they lose to jeff oh, saturday man. Man, jeff, saturday. jeff saturday there you go. i'm happy for jeff, jeff saturday, saturday you know? Me saturday <laughs> I, I love i love jim Irsay. Oh, yeah. i love jim Irsay. i really oh, do boy and he thinks that no experience is the most experience. Yeah, but Did that guy's got to say off- that. They have the most expensive offensive line, you know, in professional football. So if Saturday goes in there and talks to that offensive line, hey, you know what? But they're they're He's they're, talking. The, they're the most experienced offensive line, the most expensive awesome. Uh, yeah, the yeah. most expensive offensive line, but they're the worst offensive line. Well, they played well yesterday. And and they Jonathan still Taylor, great. Jonathan yep. Taylor ran ran uh, ran ran well yesterday. I still think that team has talent. I mean, they just got himself. Uh, you know, some consistency at the quarterback position. And then the, how bad are the Saints? Oh, my God. They lose to the Steelers 20-10. to 10. And then, of course, the Chiefs taking bi- care of business against the Jags. A fairly competitive game, 27-17. What else? Well, we got to talk about the, ga- the game of the day to me because the game of the day to me took a place in Buffalo, in Orchard Park, New York. And some of the dumbest coaching I've ever seen in my life on both sides of the ball. I mean, <laughs> a great fourth, a great I mean, a really awesome stop on fourth down at the goal line. Cousins can't get in. Buffalo gets the ball back. Now, my question to you is, why did they just take a safety? Now, I know they're only up by four. So, if you take a safety and kick the ball back, there's a possibility of them kicking a field goal and winning the game. But Josh Allen fumbles at the goal line. The Vikings recover. And then the Vikings, there's like 44 seconds left. The Vikings say, hey, did you watch last week and the Rams didn't? You know, keep anybody in bounds. Let's do the same thing. So Josh Allen's throwing the ball, no pressure on him. He's, you know, completing passes. And these guys are just walking out of bounds and walking out of bounds. It's like, 
How stupid is your coaching? Keep the guy in bounds. There's no time left on the clock. They have no timeouts. What are you doing? Where's your thought process? Now, can we can we talk about Buffalo for a second? Yeah, like, sure. Josh Allen, they said he had a, like a a, a a sprain on his arm. Yeah, right. And they said he was an hour-to-hour decision. Right. Why didn't they just bench him for one game? Okay. Just, you know, Case Keenum's the backup. But if he can play, he's going to play. I mean, come on. The guy's the best quarterback in the business. I mean, if he's going to play, he's going to play. I mean. Don't you think that the, 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 you're looking at the long term? With with the Buffalo Bills, you know what? And they're supposed to be the best team in the in the AFC, other, other than Kansas City. Which now, right? They're not. They've lost two in a row. But don't you think that it might have been beneficial to let him sit for a week? Case Keenum is 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 a decent. Yeah, I, no, I understand decent. that. I understand. And that. I Buffalo's don't... defense should be good enough to beat Kirk Cousins. I don't. I don't think that his. Um... I don't think that his injury was a factor yesterday. I think the fact that he's thrown four uh, red zone interceptions the last two weeks, I think that's a problem for him. I mean, that was a bad interception in overtime. They could have actually gotten in the end zone and won that game or at least tied the game. I still think his elbow was bad. And and, and, that, and they, they said that that kind of an injury that he had is hard to grip a football. Okay. But he seemed just, like he did okay uh, yesterday. Yeah. They just gave away okay. the game. They made a great stand, and then they fumbled the ball on their own one-yard line. It was ridiculous. I mean, that was just absurd. Von Miller went nuts. He was great. Oh, yeah. You know, but they just – I just – I don't think that Josh Allen should have been on the Von field. Miller cracks me up. How the hell do you go from Los Angeles weather to Buffalo? I mean, I've been to Buffalo. I used to live in Erie, Pennsylvania. Buffalo's a hole. <laughs> I mean, not that I loved L.A. when I was out there, you know, but Buffalo as a whole. I mean, I hey, guess he likes playing in the cold weather because he played in Denver all those years. So, uh, yeah, he's a great addition to that team. I mean, future Hall of Famer for sure, absolutely. And, and, so, can, and can we just kind of just say that uh, the Minnesota Vikings happen to be 8-1? and one? Yeah. Is, do, you believe, do, you believe in that, do you believe in that team? I don't believe in Kirk Cousins when the lights go off. Because they're Cousins. Because they every week. Yeah. When Kirk Cousins goes out on the field when it's dark, he doesn't play good. And then yesterday, of course, Tua with another great game against the hapless Cleveland Browns. And I'm waiting for Savansky to be fired, but it's really not his fault. But now the return now. Of, two weeks. Uh, yeah, two weeks. Deshaun. Here comes Deshaun. Yep. Do you think, I mean, obviously, it was good. he's going to improve the team and so forth. But uh, we'll see, man, and we'll see. So, anyway, uh, the rest of the games, I guess uh, the Bucks won in, in Germany. Can you believe this? They have to go to Munich, Germany to play a game. Can we stop these games in Munich, Germany? I love it. They had the... They had the American flag and the German flag on the field. I was like, come on, man. This is Why do we need games in Munich, Germany? Honestly, please. Can you please explain that? I kind of get a Don't little. Don't they have the own football in Germany? I mean, come on. I kind of get a little bipolar in terms of my thoughts, right? Like, oh, my God. Like, like, a little? You know, like certain <laughs> certain points, I'm like going, yes, we have a 9.30 a.m. football game. But then other points, I'm going, 9.30 in the morning. And then we have 8.30 at night. Is is the last game? So you literally have like what thirteen, fourteen hours of football on a Sunday when you have these overseas games. Does it get a little drawn out? Do, do, does it get a little overboard? Like, yeah, you know, it's fun. I think to wake up, but if you're gonna wake up to, you know, some of the, the matchups have been horrible. But uh, I mean, that's a good game. It's a good competitive game. I'm just saying, what do we need to go to Munich, Germany? Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we go to some place like neutrality? Can we go like you know to like Innsbruck, Austria, or Switzerland, or something? You know, do you do you have Amazon Prime? Um. Actually, no, I don't. So you don't I, get Thursday I, I have night Amazon. football. I have Amazon, which I order from do you, occasionally. Do you get Thursday night football though? No, not not usually. Do you, 
you know Not how those horrible bad matchups. these games oh, they're have horrible. been. They're They've horrible. They've been so. Al Michaels, like Adam Shine said. Adam Shine said Friday morning. He goes, he goes. This game was so bad last night. How he goes, bad he goes, was it? Al Michaels was gonna fall out of his chair, and he was like within the first minute of the game. Al Michaels goes, and another flag. <laughs> you know what's and more? It was awful. It was know, awful to watch. You know what's more torturous is having that game in Munich, Germany. <laughs> <laughs> you have to travel, and did you just see with Fox? They traveled all the way overseas because the the, the World Cup is going on now. So they flew their entire, you know, f- f- not Fox, uh, the uh, CBS staff. Uh, was, no, was it Fo- was it Fox? Yeah. And it seems uh, overseas. like it seems like every game that they bring overseas, they bring the refs. The, the, the officiating crew that likes to throw the most flags. Right. Okay, people over there don't want to see flags. They want to see football. Every other play, see flag, flag, football. flag, flag, <laughs> flag. That, that's not what they're showing up there for. They're showing to try to get American no, the German, football. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't care flag, about it. Flag, flag, flag. That's what the Germans think. They think that you're supposed to throw the flag. What well, flag? Throw the more flag. But even when they do it in London, it's the same thing. I know, it's, 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 it's ugly. I just, I just can't stand this. These overseas games. I don't. Anyway, four one three four four five five nine four three. The number to call. And uh, we're talking NFL football today. We're going to talk a little hot stove. Get into the Celtics win over the weekend. I watched the Celtics game, and then I watched the and then the hapless Knicks, which I'll talk about. I can't stand watching the Knicks. I can't Celtics stand watching. Look good. It's bad enough watching the NBA, but it's bad enough to watch the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks gave up 145 points. We'll talk about that after. But so uh, so three points next week is a favorite for the uh, for the Pats. Okay, I guess that's three and a half, right? At home. At home. Yeah, that, I guess that makes sense. So anyway, four one three four four five five nine four three. Where's, o- where's OBJ going? Huh? Where's OBJ going? Dallas. You think That's he's going to Dallas? Yes. Jerry Jones said, I, I think I, I could see him. Uh, <laughs> you know, he'd he'd look really good with that star on his helmet. Oh, God. We're going to win us the Super Bowl if we get OBJ. Yeah, right. We'll see. What's he worth? Coming oh, off I, his second torn ACL? I mean, is he, not does much. He, does he still have it? I don't know. We'll have to put him on the field and find out. You That's know? a question, right? So, exactly. So, anyway, Thursday, we got the big fundraiser here. So, stick around here at WTBR all day long. And uh, we'll be doing our fundraising on Thursday. And so, people call in. And uh, I'll be here around 1230 and, uh, with the staff. And we'll... Uh, We'll sit down and we'll talk about WTBR and things you can do to help raise money for the station because we want to keep the station on the air because we have a lot of great music, back to best music in the Berkshires for sure. I mean, we play so much variety. I mean, you you can actually hear, I heard the Bubble Puppy on here. I thought nobody heard about that. Nobody heard those guys. I like, actually heard that on, on here one day. I was like, wow, I have that record. I thought I was the only one that had that record. So anyway, give us a call, 413-445-5943. We're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we'll be back, talk some hot stove about free agency, and and then uh, we'll be back and uh, take your phone calls. All right, see you in a bit. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes, all you need is a small reason to quit. 
Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC provides access to higher education to everyone in Berkshire County and beyond, offering more than 50 high-quality programs, small class sizes, and an affordable education to help their students of all ages achieve their dreams. At BCC, their middle name is Community. And from County Ambulance, providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at CountyAMB.com. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Berkshire County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Larry Krepke here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Sweet Country Music. You guys rock. WTBR. Throwing in here. It's, it's uh, Belichick. Robbie, how we doing, brother? I'm doing all right. Welcome you want back to talk to a little baseball? What yeah. do you think? Oh, absolutely. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk right here on 89.7 FM. Cronin and Silk with you on a Tuesday morning. is always at 10 o'clock. 413-445-5943. Just so our phone's ringing. People got to realize when I'm running commercials, they can't pick up the phone right here. So, and we got to so do what we, we, we got to do our monologue too. You know, we got we to start off just uh, here All we right, go. Here's the phone. Let's see who this is. Good morning, you're on Crone of the Zook 89.7. Good morning. Who's, who's, who am I speaking with? <laughs> We're both like half asleep. Hello. Oh, good morning to, uh, to uh, Herr Zucker and Herr Cronin. Hey, what's up, Mikey? How you doing? This is the NFL calling from Munich. How y'all doing? <laughs> did you have some Wiener schnitzels uh, over there? Did you? Dutch, well, you know, we're, we're getting ready to pack up our stuff. We're heading to um, uh, Moscow next. And, uh, I just have to let everybody know on the radio that I was actually born in Germany. That's your my father. My father was a captain in the Air Force, and I was born on Landstuhl on Rheinstein Air Force Base. I was born in Germany, so wow. that's actually pretty freaking cool. Oh, wow. Cool. Very nice. I can't that, but uh, Elmira, New York is my first place. But anyway. Did you eat uh, Schlager and Cafe? How you doing this morning, man? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I just missed the warm weather. We're, we're having cold weather like you guys. So yeah, it's it's yeah. free it's freezing out there really cold. <laughs> yep. It's only fifty here in Ocean City, Maryland, and I'm like in sweat going on that. It is fall. Fifty, that's good. No, no it's not. <laughs> it's a hell of a lot better, better than thirty better than thirty better something 30. here. Actually, right? it, was 20, it was in the twenties this morning. It's all relevant. I, I frost on my car. Did you have to scrape off your windshield this morning? 
I did. No, I didn't. Then you can't complain. Okay. But yeah, great show this morning, guys. Trying. I'm loving the the seven and two Giants. Yeah, that was the worst game. I mean, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. But I mean, at least they won. You know, they they got some turnovers and stuff. So at least you know, like, look, man, seven and two, I'm taking it. I mean, after ten years of lousy football, we got an actual coaching staff that's doing a good job. And wait till the Giants actually get some talent. I mean, can you imagine, like, yeah. can you imagine like the Chargers at, at full health, Sean, with a coach like Dave, and rather than getting Staley out of there, that bonehead. So, you know, I mean, get the analytics out of oh, out please. of L.A. Can't please, stand get it. rid of that. That team, when they're healthy, they're they're, they're unbelievable. So when so, yeah. Staley's terrible. So when's He's Josh terrible. McDaniels getting fired? That's what I know. Is he going to last? Is he going to last the whole year with well, the I, Raiders? I said by week fifteen he'll be back calling <laughs> calling offensive calls in New England. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Third time's the charm already comes back right again to call plays for Belichick. That's unbelievable. So my me. that's what my old man asked me this morning. How many times are they going to take him back? I said as many times as he gets fired. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. So what happened to Sammy Perlazzo? We've been waiting to have him on, Mike. You, have you spoke to him at all? I don't, know, I don't know if the message has gotten to him yet. Yeah. But, um, you know, when, when my buddy talks to him, you know, he'll he'll uh, mention that. Yeah, let me know. Um, We'd love to have him on, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping that works. And then if I ever run into uh, uh, Mr. Cote, uh, he might be another one. Oh, yeah, Sylvain Cote, yeah, former Washington Capital. Very nice, yeah. yeah he, he lives on his yacht down here in Ocean West. Oh, Ocean oh very nice. Uh, hangs out at some of the places that uh, my girlfriend and I like to go. So there you go. Good. But how about that game last night? I wish I'd put money on the Commodores. Yeah, you told me they were going to win the Commodores. Because <laughs> I'm easy. Because I'm easy. Right. Easy. Did, did you just call the, the, the Washington Commanders the Commodores? Yeah, Francesca that, calls them the that, Commodores, Does too. that just happen? Because my father says the same thing. He goes, I would call them the Commodores. That's what Francesca and calls them the so Commodores. And it's so funny that you just called. That, I'm, I'm literally laughing. And, and I know my dad's listening right now, and I'm sure he's laughing, too. That is so funny. The Commodores. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a lot of well, friends of mine who are uh, Skins fans refuse to call them anything but the Commodores or the Redskins. That's beautiful. I love it. If Daniel Snyder ends up selling the team, there's a possibility they might go back to their original name because he won't feel any pressure. Whoever buys well, the team. I think I think that's a bunch of nonsense. I, it, by the by, the way, the logo was actually written by a Native American man to uh, to pay uh, tribute <laughs> to the American Indian. So. It's just so ridiculous. The whole, all the political correctness is. Just Should a they bunch change of their name to the Guardians? Maybe the, the Washington Guardians, just like to kind of keep it like. <laughs> I'm just being sarcastic, but seriously. So, uh, so Mikey, we got a lot. We were going to talk about a lot of baseball. We got a lot of free agency coming up. Uh, we got some bunch of stuff. So, what do you, what do you think? We're, what do you think we're doing? Well, here's here's what you actually touched on when I talked to you on the phone last night about Otani possibly coming to the Red Sox. What? I heard those rumors. Wait, what? I'm a diehard Red Sox fan. What? Please tell yeah. me. Tell me. Give me more. <laughs> yeah, wax yeah. poetic more, please. More. Yeah, the rumors that uh, there's making it, making a bid to get Otani to, for in, the in Red Boston. Sox. Yes, yes. What? I read that last night. Not that I'm saying that it's going to come true, but I mean, yeah, there's definitely a possibility. They're going to give away their whole farm system, I, I please. Have no idea. I would love to see Shohei Otani on the Red Sox. Wouldn't anybody? I'd love to see him on the Yankees. The Yankees need another pitcher, for crying out loud. Their pitchers go five innings, everybody, except for uh, Mike. For please, Mike, please tell me more. <clears throat> well, I only know what Rob told me, which wasn't a whole lot, but uh, I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on that. 
But, you know, the, the most important score I'm watching right now, it's now 217. We're one away from the good guys taking over the House of Representatives. <laughs> oh, boy. One away. You know, the, 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 you know, I'm having a, I'm having a problem with uh, this whole. Uh, you should have heard Ian Ralph I, 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 I have to be careful what I say because I've been told that I can't say certain things on this radio station, but uh, I'm having a certain problem with the other side. Mm-hmm. But you know, but you know, Herschel Walker. Can we can we talk about a worse candidate? <laughs> I mean, the guy can't complete a sentence. You know, and and you know, and, and Donald Trump backed a lot of these people and it's time for trump to go away and i, and I really yep. don't want to talk politics here nah. and i'm going to stop now but i i hear you mike i really do but i was going to say you got a lot of free agents next year and i heard, I heard anthony rizzo is a possibility of going to houston what's how, the story with how that? about michael conforto why isn't anybody signing michael conforto talk about him going to the red sox He's a nice player, though. He's a nice player. What I mean, about a, a cheap flyer on a one-year deal for him because he missed all last year with an injury? He's, you know? a left, he's, a left, he's left-handed. The Red Sox need outfield help big time. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but, uh, you know, this is, this is hot stove baseball time. I love it. This is, this is a Verlander. Where's Verlander going? Is he going back to Houston? He'll, Where's be, he back going? In, he'll be back in Houston. I'm pretty sure he'll be back in Houston, too. And then there's rumors about Rizzo signing for, what, two years with Houston as a first baseman? I mean, Gary L's 38 now, so... You know, the possibility of Guriel, I'm not sure if he's signed to another year on his contract. But the, the, does Steve Cohen open up the, the, the checkbook again? Hey, Verlander, I'll give you $45 million. Probably. probably. Why, why, you know, why, why wouldn't not? he? Why wouldn't right? he? I mean, he's got the, he's the richest owner in baseball. Why wouldn't he open it up? I mean, where, where, where does DeGrom go? Does DeGrom go to Texas? Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of DeGrom. You know what? I couldn't care less where that guy goes. That guy's, you know, where the hell do you get the nerve to tell your teammates, you're de, de, you know, that you're going to opt out at the end of the year, at the beginning of the season? What kind of selfish nonsense is that? I couldn't care less if he comes back. I'm sick of him. Look, the guy's getting a ton of money. I think he's pitched 38 games, what, in the last three years? I mean, you know, Robbie, I do have to say one thing, okay? The hell with the guy. You, 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 when you text me throughout the week about, you know, these guys getting all this money, you know, that's what the game is. That's the state of the game these days. Like, these guys are you're, going you're the to. First they're, big, but they're going to get paid $40 million first a year. of the New York Yankees, $16 million a year. I'm not talking about Rizzo. I'm talking about Judge. Oh, oh. When you text me about Judge the other day, you know, that's, oh, what, that's what's going on now. In baseball, is these guys are going to keep getting paid more and more money every year. And you know what? It's because of the union. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, he, it's because, right, Mike, do you agree with me on this? Oh, yeah, and it's also TV contracts and all. Oh, there's so much that goes into it, but yeah, it's it, it, it's the reality. That's what that's what that's what it's coming down to. Like guys can't take less money because the union's going to look at them and go, "I can't believe you just did that." And and as long as you have guys like Scott Boris, of course, negotiating contracts. I don't know who Judge's uh, agent is. I don't know who Rizzo's agent is. I don't know who Degrom's agent is. But as long as you have that going on, these guys are going to get paid. So much money, and they can't say no, and they can't take less. I mean, Rizzo, this opting out. Why would why would the Yankees sign him for two years and give him an opt out option after one year? It's like and, and Robbie, that's an opt out option. What? And Robbie, that's where I agree with you because Rizzo hit what two thirty five last year. Yeah, like two thirty four. And, and he opted out of a sixteen million dollar option. His power, his power numbers were good, but obviously he didn't hit yeah, you know, for because high he's average. got a short porch at Yankee right, Stadium. Of but but you're hitting two thirty five. Right, and you're right. opting out of 16 million. Give me a break. It's, I agree with you, 
and the reason I agree with you is because it's nonsense. But the other, the, you know, on the other side, it's the union won't allow it. Yeah, Correa's a free agent now, and Abreu's a free agent from Chicago, and Verlander, and Judge. Abreu, Abreu who hit about, 16 home runs last and year. And Trey Turner's gone to Philly. There's no doubt in my mind Trey Turner's going to be in, in Philly with his buddy. So where's Bogarts go? Dodgers? He's, he, no, he's going to resign with the, with the Red Sox. They're you think resign. so? Absolutely. I hope so. Just like Judge will resign I with hope the Yankees. So. If the Yankees don't resign Judge, it's an absolute public relations marketing nightmare. I mean, think about all the jerseys. All the merchandise that Aaron Judge sells, I mean, they could they could sign him for forty million dollars a year and still make more money on him. I don't I don't think Bogarts comes back to Boston oh, I because do. because I do. they have Heim Bloom is Tampa Bay North, and he's not so going to sign. You, he's so, not okay, sign so who are you playing at short? So who are you playing at shortstop now? Who's coming? You, Trevor Story's going to shortstop. I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer well, no, to Trevor's, that. I just they're well, not no, going to they're not going to spend the money. They're not going to spend the well, money. They already have on Trevor Story. He's basically a shortstop. He's not really a second baseman. You could throw Story, and they have a young second baseman. Or what's the who's the guy who played second base this year? I was watching MLB yeah. Network the other day. The, the, the top yeah. five highest paid players the Red Sox have signed have all been not homegrown players. Okay, you're talking David Price, you're talking Chris Sale, you're talking Trevor Story. They don't sign their homegrown players. I still think he's I still think what would give you what would give you any inclination at all that they would give Xander Bogarts a contract? What would make you think that they'd sign Rafael Devers? They're not gonna sign either of those guys. Oh yes, they'll sign both of them. They're not Neither of Absolutely. them. Absolutely. My prediction is neither of them come back. Oh, they're both coming they back. Said, they said last week that uh, Devers and the Red Sox were $100 million apart. That's all right. He's still coming yeah. back. What do you, how would you get me? He's the biggest star on the team. You can't let him go. And Bogars has been there. He's, those guys solidify the right side of the infield. If Dave Dombrowski was there, those I'm guys sorry, would the left both. Side, the left side of the infield. If Dombrowski the was there, those side. guys would both be resigned. But now we have Tampa Bay High Bloom. Negotiating yeah. contracts. Yeah, but ownership's going to want him back. Come on, the guy's the best player on the team. You're ownership not doesn't care. Not, yeah, they They're do. more concerned about selling Liverpool. They don't <laughs> care. They're more concerned about the soccer team over the, uh, over across the pond. They don't care. See, I don't feel. I don't feel. I don't, I don't believe that for. A, I don't believe that for a minute. Mike, what do you think? It might as well be no known in that all over again. No. They, <laughs> Come on. You know what he's talking about, right? When he says no known in that, right? No, please uh, okay. Well, ha- okay. Harry Gazy was was a was a was a uh, producer on Broadway for No None Net, and basically he needed money, so he traded Root's contract to the Yankees. So that's where that sub reference came from, from Michael. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> T for two. That was the big I, song I, I, for that I, show. I, T for two. Me for you. I, you know, I know. I know. Uh, you know, Mookie Betts is, is now a Dodger and has been for a few years. I don't have any faith that that, that Devers or or Xander will be back. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly. Neither one of them are going to be on the team next okay, year. Okay, can we make a bet? Devers is going to be traded by no March. Way. No way. No way. By March. He's no going to be he's going to be off the team. They're no going to trade him. No, they're not. Bogarts is going to sign with the Phillies. No, he's not. You say Trey Turner, I say Trey, Bogarts. No, no way. It's going Trey Turner's Dave Dombrowski loves Bogarts. Yeah, but he's yeah, going to be on yeah, the Phillies. Yeah, but Trey Turner Trey Turner is really good friends. Uh he and uh, what's it called? Um you know, they played together in Washington. So they're they're buddies and everything like that. So, so. who the who the Red Sox gonna get? Maybe Dansby Swanson. Well, no, I think Dansby's gonna resign with the Atlanta Braves. Bogarts so. is gone. I don't, he's, he's I don't gone. think he's gone. I don't think he's gone. I don't. He's gone. Why? Why? Okay, he's been a fixture on that team for how long now? He was a farmhand on that team. Came up through the organization. How in the world? He? Why do you think he's gone? Because they gave him a team-friendly contract. 
He signed a team-friendly contract with an opt-out. He had three years and $60 million left, which he opted out of. Okay. They gave him a qualifying offer, which, by the way, this year is $19.6 million. Which is crazy. And he opted out. Why would he stay? Because they're not going to offer him well, the see, money. Let's that, see what they offer him at but this the, point. And, and, Robbie, this comes to your to what you talk about all the time, about these guys that they just – why would you want to go anywhere? Like, you texted right. me the other day, like, Why would Aaron you Judge. Want to leave the Red but Sox? it's the same thing with Bogarts. He's had his time in Boston. He says, all I want to do is stay in Boston. I want to be a Red Sox my entire be. career. He will be. Then if that was the case, why wouldn't he have signed the already? A- you know what, Wally? Because the agents will sit there and they'll say to their clients, oh, I can get you more. Do you know who I his agent is? More. Do you know who his agent is? Is it Boris? Scott Boris. Yeah, it's Boris. That's why he's not oh, going to take a second team-friendly deal. He's taken one already. He's not going to take a second one. I mean, does I mean the, Mike, gra- do you agree? the grass is not always greener on the I other side. You're playing for this organization for your whole career, including the time in the minor leagues. Let me, let, let's, let me hear what Mike has to say real fast because yeah. I like Mike. Well, I, 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 I go back to the Mookie Betts example. There's, there's no uh, loyalty to these players, and these players no loyalty to the team. It's, it's, it comes down to their agents and the money, and and you know that was a trade, the- not a free agent signing, though. Mookie, still, Mookie Betts? Mookie Betts was yeah. traded. He was traded. He's yeah. in the same situation that, that Devers that is. Agent, one, was... year, one year left on his contract, and they, they had to trade him. Well, Mookie had some, had some choice things to say, too, about his time in Boston as well. So, If they had paid well, him, yeah. he would have stayed. Uh, most certainly. They but didn't. I don't, I don't have to say that they're going to keep the, these two guys at all. It's like I told you, Judge is going to come back to the Yankees, too. Judge won't be back in New York. Absolutely. He's going to the Absolutely. Giants. He's going no to the way. Giants. No way. The Giants. Absolutely. Why would you want to go to the Giants? The Dodgers and the Padres are in that division. What chance do you have of winning that division with how those about, two teams? How about how crappy that the Yankee fans treated Judge in the playoffs? Booed him constantly. Well, you know what? It's, he's had terrible postseasons. I mean, you know, fans are allowed to boo. Let's be honest with you. They're, he had, they're allowed he to had boo. arguably the greatest regular season in the history of baseball. Well, I wouldn't say that. Yep. There's been I would. Other, there's I would been, say it. Well, not quite, but that's okay. I mean, I, I don't think you would take away from Garrick's 184 RBI season, you know. Well, so well, or Hack Wilson's 196 RBI 62 season. 62 home runs, 131 RBIs, and it doesn't help where they where they batted him in the lineup either. You've been you've been arguing not, that, Robbie. Well, of course for, not. Because you've been Bruce arguing that for idiot. months where they put him in leadoff well, well, all the time. Well, the it's hard to get a lot of RBIs when well, you're the hitting in the leadoff. Well, the spot. reason they put him leadoff at the end was to, to to get him the record. That was the reason. My problem was batting him second. And, you know, that's been the problem for the Yankees, the lack of table setting. Of course, DJ and Ben Attendee were hurt at the beginning of the playoffs, so the, the Yankees were all top-heavy and so forth. So look for them to resign some guys. I mean, I like Bader. He's got another year, and I'd like to see them resign Ben Attendee too. But they have to look at Rizzo now resigning, Judge resigning. They're going to let Chapman go. They're going to let, you know, a bunch of these pitchers that, are, that have been her Britain's gone. It's going to open up some, some, some money for them this year. So we'll see what happens. I mean, but they definitely need to get some bullpen help. Rob, what, uh, if you had to pick one pitcher in the free market for the Yankees, who would you oh, have the Yankees Hands down, it's Justin Verlander. Hands down. I don't care if you sign him for a year. You're going to get a guy who's a gamer, who's a Hall of Fame. As long I would as he's healthy. That. I would hate that. You know? <laughs> I really would. I want him I on the Red Sox big time. <laughs> I really do. So we feel the same way. Exactly. Keep him in Houston. Yep. Anyway, brother, yeah, man. Hope you have a good day, man. Send my best to Tam. Fun and uh, good luck, and well, hopefully we'll catch up with you all soon. All right, buddy, I'll talk to you later. Nice man. talking to you, Mike. Thanks all for right, calling, thanks man. Thanks for calling, man. All right, see ya. All right, man, that's my buddy 
Checking in from Ocean City, Maryland, where it's 50. I'll take 50 right now. Speaking of baseball uh, and, and speaking of uh, free agent pitchers, the Red Sox offered Nate Evaldi the qualifying offer, and they've also extended him a multi-year contract. The numbers of the deal have not been okay. let out yet, but I would love Evaldi back. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Why wouldn't you? I mean, the guy's a gamer. He's a good pitcher, and when he's healthy, he's very effective, and he's always effective against the Yankees, so you want to keep him for sure. You want to hear something funny, too? Yeah. You know James Paxson, Big Maple? Yeah, not personally. He was with the Red Sox last year. Oh, I know. And uh, he just... uh, Took his uh, one-year, four million dollar uh, option to be on the staff for this coming season. Can he stay healthy? No. He never can stay. No. When the Yankees got him, he wasn't healthy. He's never healthy. What's the, what's the most innings he's pitched in his career in one season? One hundred and forty, one hundred and fifty, like, yeah, like something like that. You know, when when he can stay healthy. He's one of the best pitchers well, in the Seattle, game. He was with Seattle. He was really effective pitcher and came to the Yankees and got hurt again. That's because Cashman gets guys hurt. And by the way, Cashman and Boone, of course, are going to come back again, which is just to me just a I'm sorry, a but Ca- Cashman is a terrible general manager. But I don't know. Same, I don't think he's a terrible but, general but, but, manager. But I, just think time, that, I, I think he's managed by the management. I don't think, I don't think ter- they give him the opportunity to do what he should be able to do. I don't think he's a terrible general manager. I think the problem is, is that the philosophy of the organization has not worked. This is not this particular philosophy has not worked for the last 13 years since they last won a championship. Okay, And the problem for me is that this team has built too much on right-handed power. They're not built enough on contact. And this guy has not developed players at the minor league. You look at what the Houston Astros done. There's only five guys from that 2017 cheater team, okay? The rest of this team is, uh, are new players. You only have five guys from that team. They, have, they drafted Michael Tucker. They traded for, uh, for Alvarez. They got him for a relief pitcher from the Dodgers. Um, obviously, their young shortstop came through their minor league system. And look at all the pitching that came through their minor league system. I mean, you talk, you talk about Verlander. How about the other two or three guys that are really good on this team that can pitch? Alvarez, uh, not Alvarez, who's the young kid? Uh, there's, there's three kids that pitched in the playoffs. Christo. Yeah. What's his name? There's three I know guys. exactly. They're saying he's got like a fastball that's like but 91, 90 miles an hour, really but it just disappears. And then, look at the, and then look at their bullpen pitchers. They're all young. I mean, Presley's not super young, you know, but I mean. Presley was originally a Red Sox. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. But, and he just kind of floundered through the minor right, leagues for a while, right. and the Astros kind of took yeah, him Yeah, he's not the best relief pitcher and stuff, but he's effective enough. But he's I damn good. But their bullpen is really good, I mean, and their starting pitching is excellent. Those two young kids are outstanding after Verlander. I mean, they, I mean, you look at the Astros this year from an offensive point of view. They weren't as good an offensive team, but their pitching was better. Their pitching won for them. They held the Phillies to nothing and in Bregman, the last three Bregman, games. Bregman, by the way, found a way to hit again. Oh, he's, he was great in the, in he's the been playoffs. He was great in the postseason. Yeah. I, mean, he I really, hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I hate <laughs> Altuve. I hate that team. Of course, I hate that team, too. But, but I love Dusty Baker. But they're really good, man. I was really happy to see Dusty and Baker. This is what's really strange. They fired their general manager. You hear about this nonsense? Yeah. So they... The, 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 How does that make any sense? They offered him a one-year deal to come back. That's not ridiculous. And he goes, screw you. Yeah, right. I don't blame him. I don't blame him either. Don't be surprised if the Mets grab him. I'd love so, to see the Yankees get him. I mean, I'd do anything. I'd, I'd take anything over Cashman right now. Believe me, I would. When I saw that, that really ticked me off, seeing that. Because I was like, that guy just built you a World Series team. He just won you a World Series, and you give him a one-year deal. And, you know, Dusty Baker, I can kind of understand because right. he's 73. 
He'd give him a one-year extension. And just, they basically said, we invited Dusty Baker back for another year. Yeah, oh, why not? Oh, you invited him? Is it like Adam Shine would say, oh, 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 good. Oh, <laughs> well, it's up to him, him really. But really, like, for, you know, the fact that they offered him one year to come back, really? That's pathetic. You're talking about the GM or you're talking about Dusty? No, the, uh, the GM? Click. Oh, it's, oh, click. Click. it's ridiculous. Dusty Baker, I can understand because, well, like yeah. I said, he's in his mid 70s. Well, not in his mid 70s, he's in his early 70s, but the GM? Really? Dusty, you, should ride, Dusty should ride out to the sunset and call it a career. I mean, Dusty really. should call it. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. He's been in the league a long time. I saw him he play. finally won a World Series. I wouldn't be surprised if he just went, I'm done. But really, the lack of respect to the GM. Giving him a one-year extension, that's really, really Sounds like WEI. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like what they did to my boy Tim Neverett, man. They signed to give him a one-year deal. He said, the heck with that. I'm going to go to the Dodgers. And now he's the voice of the Dodgers. I mean, 413-445-5943, number to call, doing a little hot stove baseball. So let's get into something. Let's get into some NBA and some NHL. The, uh, I watched the Celtics game the other night, and uh, they, they looked pretty good. They beat uh, a, you know, a good team in Denver. So that was a back-and-forth game, and then they pulled away at the end. But... And then, uh, uh, you know, so right now they're 11-3. and three. They won last night. They beat Oklahoma Oklahoma City. And they were down I, double digits yeah. in that game, by the way. Yeah, yeah they're a good team. I mean, the, basically, I mean, the, the, the big three. So Brown 26, Smart 22, Tatum 27. You get that type of balance scoring from those three guys, you're going to win games. You know who I really love on that team? Take a guess. Brogdon? No. Al Horford? Well, Al Horford's a good player. Marcus Smart? I'm talking about the guy who comes off the bench. Small, really, really quick. Derek White? No, Pritchard. Okay, I, like I was going to say, where are we going? He's going Sam up for Housen. rebounds. <laughs> like, where are we going? The guy's going for rebounds. You know, everybody's standing around. There's a little Pritchard going up for the rebound. You know, it's like, man, this kid's really, really tough. He plays hard. He's a small guy. But, boy, he's, he's a good little player. And I'll tell you honestly, I have never in my life seen an abomination like the New York Knicks. Dude, I am so can, sick of watching the Knicks. They are a disgrace. They give 445 points to Oklahoma City. The can, I, can I stop you real fast? Yeah. Just go back to Celtics and yeah. then I'll let you go to yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. The fact that I just named four guys. And you said no, no, no. Well, White's no. good. No, that's, White's good. No, no, but I'm saying that's how deep that the Celtics right. are. Right, right. And I said no. You're like no. That's not what I'm talking about. No, <laughs> no. That's how deep that team is. That's how deep the Knicks are. Knicks, go. I mean, the Knicks are a disgrace. I mean, I watched the game the other night, not the Oklahoma City game, but I, I watched the game, and, and it was just like it, it, the, the shots are ridiculous. I mean. They took 47 threes because they were so far behind the Celtics. The Celtics put 133 points on them. It's a, they're a disgrace. I mean, Leon Rose, what has this guy done? Tell me what this guy has done. They re-signed B- B- Barrett to a, a long-term contract. The re-signing of Randall was just flat-out stupid. I mean, they, they went and got Brunson. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. Jalen Brunson's a good player. He's going to give you money. How much money did they give Randall? Like, like uh, four years, 116, some, yeah, something, some, something crazy like, like, something that, like that, right? It's just nuts. Yeah. And he's really, what he's done to me is he's really uh, diminished the development of a guy like R.J. Barrett. I mean, I, I Barrett to me is not a good enough shooter. See, to me, the guy, a guy like Barrett should be breaking down a defense and taking short jump shots, kind of like what Kawhi Leonard does, that type of a move where you, you know, you're, you're, you're basically driving to the ball off the dribble and then you're, and you're pumping a shot from 15. You know, but I'll tell you honestly, I mean, it's tough to watch. I tried to watch the game the other night. I tried to watch the Celtic game the other night. I am so sick and tired of three-point shots. I'm sick of it. I really am. It's like, can anybody drive the damn ball to the basket? Please. 
Can we stop with this? The three-pointer was never meant to be like this. It was meant to be a weapon to get you back in the game. I mean, I mean, the Celtics are up by like 15 points with like five minutes left of the game, and then they're still chucking threes. I'm going, what kind of stupid shot? You're going to put the other team right back in the game if you keep missing shots from, you know, 25 feet. I just, I don't get it. It's become so overzealous and so ridiculous. It's at times unwatchable to me. It really is unwatchable. I just can't, I don't enjoy watching basketball anymore. College basketball, I really enjoy. I was talking to Sean about this this morning, and he said the same thing. I like watching college basketball. Guys play defense, guys hustle, guys pass. There's rebounding. I watched the Knicks, they can't even box out. A simple thing that I learned playing basketball as a kid, box out, rebound, go to the basket when you when you shoot. I mean, it's just like, I don't get it anymore. I, I still don't know, and I've asked this to many, many hosts on many stations over the years. What does an NBA coach do? Please explain to me. And Ralph and I talked about this, and I heard Ralphie on the air the other day. He was on, with, I believe, with Rich Neer in the morning on The Fan in New York talking about how basically there's just no, you know, coaches like a babysitter on the sideline, with an exception of few, a few coaches in the NBA. It's ridiculous to watch. Well, let me ask you this question. Sick of watching Let me ask you this yeah. question, okay? How about the, uh, the Nets not hiring Udoka? Well, that was a good public relations move that they didn't hire him. This isn't very interesting, don't you think? And I think Jacques Vaughn will do a good job, so. Yeah, but that all of a sudden said, uh, you know, hey, hey, Boston Celtics, Udoka's your problem again. You know, I, I, it looked like that was going to be the next thing. You know, Ime Udoka, head coach of the of the uh, Brooklyn Nets, and they they had they had that that was going to be that the problem. Not they be a good they PR have the maybe. Kyrie Irving uh, crap storm. I'm trying to you yeah. know watch my language on here. They they had that. <laughs> it's like you know like. That that organization is a dumpster fire. You know what I really find pleasant watching is the Lakers being as watching them lose, being as terrible. Well, they they just I mean, really fun. Well, they try to win now. They traded away. They they traded for Davis. They gave away all those assets, all those picks, and now they're paying for it because Davis half the time is never healthy. LeBron is there, and and that's about all they have. Westbrook doesn't work well with that. Of course not. And LeBron. You know, I it, nothing makes me happier than seeing him lose. It really, Man, I really can't stand him. Well, like I said, they try to pull a quick fix, and they gave away a lot of assets, and now they're paying for it. And they and them, I'm telling you, the Nets and them. I mean, they're going to be paying for it for a while with all the assets and all the draft picks that they gave up for these veteran players that are just haven't performed as well. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, it is uh, 10.53 right here on 89.7 WTBR. Let me remind you, on Thursday, we have our fundraiser, so please tune in the whole day, and we'll be here all day, and I'll be here around 12.30, and we'll be taking phone calls and playing music and talking with the staff and uh, doing everything we can to uh, to raise some money for the stations because we want to keep it on because we play great music, great programming, and so forth. And we'll be back with uh, a little bit more talk and wrap this edition of uh, WTBR Sports And talk. let's Go Patriots! (laughs) WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio. For the love of radio. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. 
And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. Every Sunday night at 10 p.m., something strange happens to the airwaves of WTBR-FM. It's called The Mix. It is an experience like no other on this part of the planet. Witness a collection of fresh and classic beats that are guaranteed to make you move. The best part is, it is mixed completely live, uncut, unedited. So, for an exciting end to the weekend, tune your radio to WTBR-FM Sunday nights from 10 to midnight for The Mix. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association START program, visit heart.org start. Mexicans, Bigfoot, Koreans, yep. garbage pail kids. We got something for just about everybody. Hipsters. WTBR. Right. We are back. We got just a couple minutes left here. 413-445-5943. Just, uh, Robbie, how we doing over there, brother? I'm good. How about the Bruins uh, playing their rear ends off? I mean, I'm not a Bruins fan, but uh, absolutely uh, outstanding what they've been doing so far. So, uh, what are they? They're, I think they're 12, 14, and 2 right now. I, I know Bob. I know hockey. Bob, our buddy Bob over there in the office is a Bruins fan. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a big hockey guy, well, we gotta take but I'm going to I'm gonna start trying to get into it a little bit more because every time well, I turn physical. on. it's physical. That's why I would, wouldn't. Well, every time like I turn it. on SportsCenter in the morning, it's always hockey. You know, Neil Everett. You know, yeah. you know, Sports Center late, and it's always the Bruins are twelve and two. The Bruins are thirteen and two. Like they're they're, they're putting surpri- on a clinic. Yeah, they're well, putting on a clinic. Well, it's, the interesting thing is that Bruce Cassidy's coaching in, in Vegas now, and they have the best record in the West too. But um, yeah, I mean, the guys are back there. McAvoy's back. Obviously, you know, Marchand's back. They re-signed Krejci to a year. I mean, look, they're a good team. They're going to win games all year. The goaltending's been good. I mean, they're in, 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 in you know. Obviously, you know Swayman's been hurt, so so you know they got they're still getting really good goaltending, and um, look, I mean they're going to be a force to be reckoned with throughout throughout the year. I mean, what are the Rangers the, doing? The Rangers played the other night. They beat the Phoenix uh, Coyotes or Arizona Coyotes after a slow start. They had four shots actually in like the first twenty six minutes. Then they got their you know what together and finally won four to one. So right now they the got Rangers, their what together. <laughs> the Rangers are going. Well, the Rangers are on a road trip, so they go. They go out west Thursday night. They have Seattle, then they have the Kings and the Sharks, and uh, then the, the Duckies. So I'm uh, not necessarily in that order, but uh, they have a four game road trip out west. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, I mean the Rangers' problem right now is they're lacking some goal scoring. Their goal differential isn't great. Um, you know, they, their bottom six isn't really great, but we'll see. I mean, they're going to make some trades. I know Chris Drury's going to make some trades. They need a, another defenseman. They talked about Joel Edmondson from Montreal. They talked about going after Bo Har- uh, uh, Herbath from uh, from Vancouver, but he's got like 13 goals already, and he's going to be an unrestricted free agent next year. So we'll see if Vancouver signs him or doesn't re-sign him, but he's a good player. But, yeah, they need some scoring depth, and the kids haven't panned out as, as you know as well as they – 
you know, as they could have. I mean, Kako and Lafreniere's got like two goals and three assists this year. He's playing on the wrong side. I mean, basically, he's a, you know, he should be playing on the left side, not the right side. And it's funny. I mean, Panarin's, you know, a, a right-handed shot playing on the left side, and Lafreniere's a left-handed shot playing on the right side. So it's kind of ridiculous. But uh, Aaron Judge to the Red Sox? No, <laughs> I don't think so. We have less than a minute. Yeah, I know. Amazing, crazy. right? Crazy, crazy. Aaron Judge to the Giants is my prediction. Aaron Judge to the Giants. I still, I still think by this time next week we don't have an Aaron Judge signing. Well, I don't think so either. But I think Aaron Judge is coming back to the Yankees. There's no doubt in my mind. I just, I just feel they going to give him three hundred plus million. Man, that's a lot of money. That's what. That's probably what's going to have to come down to. He turned down two hundred and what thirteen million. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to us today. I can't believe it's over already. Robbie, love you, brother. Love you, brother. Great show. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel, and tune in Thursday for our fundraiser. We'll see you. Let's go, Patriots and Giants. All right. (laughs)